is Kevin Special K Daily, formerly a member of the world famous Harlem Globetrotters. Coming up next is the exes on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I can't wait to see what they got to say this week. Look out! up the scene I said I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder damn but think about it then you understand I'm just an addict addicted to music maybe it's a habit I gotta use it Michelle Simpson, and you're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. Welcome to this week's episode of With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm LaKenya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realist, and this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. We are celebrating this week, you guys. Yes. We had a birthday over the weekend. I'm saying we like, like we actually had it's a birthday. Sweet. It's sweet, it's sweet, it's sweet. LaKenya <laughs> had a birthday on Saturday. Yes. So I'll let her talk about that later on. Okay. So get your thoughts. Okay. The the PG version. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Girl, shout thank you for telling out. me. Yeah, because you know we, we can't tell everything, everything. No. So shout out to our Facebook viewers. If yes. you guys are on watching us now, welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you guys listening on Fishbowl around the world. Did you get the top ten? No. List? Okay, I wrote them down for Okay, you. good. I will give you those. We yes. want to thank you for tuning yes. in from one week to the next. This week, we are going to actually be talking about divorce in marriage, like when you lose your mate, Yes. and divorce of marriage, like yes. you lost your mate, but you didn't know because they still come home. <laughs> so there's the widow component of that conversation, which is divorce so in marriage. So are we talking about death or are you talking about just divorce in general? We're talking about death. Okay. And abandonment. Okay. Gotcha. So death, 
would be you lost your mate, you're a yes. widow. Yes. Um, or you lost your mate because they wandered emotionally, spiritually, gotcha. physically. Gotcha. However, that situation played out. Gotcha. They're still alive. Gotcha. That's what yeah. I, I was reading. I was like, hmm, this could go so many ways. And it probably will. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it probably You're will. You're right. <laughs> but to clarify and joining us later in order to do just that to clarify is Dr. Zandra yes. Rutledge from Marriage Untamed so I'm we're looking so forward excited. to having them back because yes. they were a blast Absolutely. so tonight it's Zandra and then it'll be the two of them together later on and then Dr. Guy and then Michael the other half of Marriage Untamed so we are going right. to be riding a high for the next three to four weeks of summer, so excited fun, going into the summer. So excited! So I'm excited, excited, excited. Who are our top ten countries Ooh. as of last week? Okay, we have the United States, Germany, the UK, Canada, Russia, Netherlands, Mexico. Welcome, welcome. India, India, Japan, and Brazil. Japan and Brazil. Yeah, we're just going to randomly pick somewhere to go. Why not? Where's your finger laying? Where are we going? Girl, it's Japan. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait. No, I'm just kidding. Japan. Yes. Yes. Japan. When we get to that place where we can just throw a dart, right. we are coming to right. Japan. We don't even have to blind our, blindfold ourselves for that. No. We're just going to take a trip. <sighs> so, yeah, you guys... Hope along with us. Please. Because we are ready to travel. We are ready. We are. And if you want us to come to you, let us know. Hit us up. You can find have out notes. more. We'll travel. Have, <laughs> yeah, we can literally do this from anywhere around the world. Right. So you can hit us up at info at with the com. That's info at with the exes, e -X -E -S dot com. So moving right along. Okay. We are going to, oh, well, first I have to say this. It's important that people who join us from one week to the next yes. know that we say that we are the safe place to start the hard conversations because we want to do our part right. in getting the right people in the right relationships. Right. Or getting people right in the relationships they're in. Right. And I'm going to let you talk a little bit about that because yes. you, you guys, Kenya got to experience life enrichment boot camp this past week. And so uh. she got to experience why I'm passionate about this whole thing about getting the right people in the right relationships or getting you right in the relationship that you're in. You might right. really want to be in the relationship that you're in. So let's just really right. get you ready yeah. for the long haul. Absolutely. And Absolutely. see what God does with two Absolutely. willing people who want to do right you by each other. Key. Yeah, two, two willing. willing people who want to do right by yeah. each other. I think God will honor that if you come with sincere hearts. I agree with that. If one of you was acting a fool, he's not honoring that. Right. So he might release the one of you who's not acting a fool. And right. you need to be ready for that. Right. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to move right along. <laughs> I have hashtag mind matters. I'm not even sure what that went with. But hashtag <laughs> mind matters. Yes. Your mind matters for the yes. one of you who may be struggling. Your mind matters. Maybe I that's like what. That. Yeah, that's. it seems like every week I get a new hashtag. So. We're just going to ride it out. I like it. So, champagne and shades. 
I had a picture of something so as to not create technical difficulties. I'm Please. not touching anything. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to go off my memory and my notes. Yes. But I did get something from a listener and it touched on why men are not marrying. It's two parts. So the first one was an image. It lists, you know, all the things that men get from a girlfriend and the reasons they don't want to go with the wife. I haven't even put my shades on. Ooh, baby. And so part of it was that they lose their freedom. They lose their independence. They lose their friends. It was all these losses. And it's like the woman, she rises, she comes up. Oh, wow. When she, that looks good, girl. Girl, I was feeling a little something. Yes. You just confirmed it. Thank Those you, girl. Those days are hot. <laughs> Have to go watch the replay just for that. <laughs> to see yourself. Right. So... <laughs> According to the little, you know how they have those memes and stuff on social right. media. And so it basically said in a nutshell that when we marry as women, we come up. Mm. But when men marry, they lose their status. Oh, wow. So we become head chick and oh. they become basically our little puppet or whatever oh, wow. now i don't know who created this i don't even know where this information either. came from but i do believe there's some truth to that i think there <laughs> is some truth if you marry somebody who all of a sudden wants all of your time but to right. me it's like that's not me thank the lord right. I, i'm the one who wants my time right. but shouldn't you have picked up on that during the dating life yeah. They didn't just it, all of a sudden want no. all of your time after you got married, I would imagine. Okay, but what it was was you thought it was cute. Oh, you thought mm -hmm. it was cute, and mm -hmm. now that you're married, it's not cute anymore. No, and it's getting on my nerves. And now it's too late because yeah. you've already gotten married. So now yeah. we're already starting off irritated. Yeah. That's not good. But I can also see it going flip side. Okay. So remember last week when you were talking about... um. Steph Curry? Yes. For her, mm -hmm. it's flipped. Okay. Because she feels like she doesn't have an identity. Right. She's just Mrs. Steph Curry. Right. So, for her, so it just kind of depends on who your mate is. The two people. Right. Okay. The individual people. Okay. Because it could go either way. I could really see it going either way. It could. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is, men, you can't use that one. No. You can't say that you don't want to be married because no. you don't want to lose your freedom and your independence. No. And marry someone that is on your level. Yeah, somebody who's secure with what they have level, going on. Level. Yeah. It's a song. <laughs> we, every week we come up with the song that go with it. Songs and movies. I mean, marry someone on your level. And that way... She has her life, you have your life, and you guys love what you do apart from each other. Yeah, and you miss each other. And you miss each other all day. So it's fire when you get home. I love that. It's fire. fire. Oh, yes. We're going to bring, bring James out. back. Yes. Bring him back. <laughs> so the other thing, I read this, and it was interesting. Mm hmm and I'm not going to say I didn't want to believe it, but I had to because then somebody posted something that spoke to the very thing that I read. Wow. According to MSN, there was an article, uh, oh, MSN's Love and Money. It stated that when a wife makes more money, so I'm going to read mm -hmm. this so y'all know I'm not making this stuff up. When a wife makes more money, husbands can't handle it and admit that their sex life takes a plunge. 
and when I saw that it was early in the day but then you know I'm in those groups on right, Facebook right and a lady actually posted recently I got my PhD and I make more money than my husband now he constantly tells me I think I'm better than he is because oh, I have my PhD wow. and the comments were split I was that day I was just there for the comments you know how right. you just post up and just Absolutely. read because some of that stuff is crazy so there yeah. were wives who I felt were insecure just by, based on what they were saying right well maybe you do walk around acting uppity you are not even at this woman's house and you are gonna call her uppity that's that was the woman with the high school that. degree. Is that what? <laughs> that's what it is. Mm -hmm. She she lacks her own education. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of those where maybe you do make him feel like he's less than. Maybe you think that you're better than now. I didn't see it that way. I saw it as maybe he lacks vision. Maybe he lacks motivation. Maybe or maybe he, he lacks a degree. Yeah. So now he's threatened by where you right. are. Right. So that's how I perceive that. I would like to think that somebody's husband, not their God-ordained husband, but the one that they illegitimately, legitimately married right. on this earth, right. would not actually say out of their mouth, you think you're better than I am. Like, who does that? Yeah, a lot of them. That's high school. Really? Yeah. But what I will tell you is... You also have those men that are very secure with them that when you say, hey, I'm thinking about a radio show. And then they say, oh, okay, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Right. And then you say, okay, well, why don't you just produce it? Okay. <laughs> and then yeah, they that's say, how that played out. Okay. Yeah. Because whatever you do will never intimidate your man. It's not supposed to at all. But what he'll do is he'll come and he'll push you. Yeah. Into your destiny. That's what you kind of On want. days he like you and on days he don't. Let's just support the project and see what it does for the family. How about that? So let's just support the PhD and the new career and see what it does for the family. And aren't there ways where you can say, well, babe, I don't like how you said that. That kind of made me feel funny. Or, baby, um, when you did such and such, I, I felt like, you know, I, I'm not an intimidated man, but the way you made me feel, I didn't like that. Right. But that's what grown men do. Have the conversation. That's what grown men do. Yeah, because I just, it was hard for me to see this play out in somebody's relationship. Right. I just couldn't see them getting ready for work in the morning or having dinner or whatever it is that they're right. doing when this conversation popped off. And that is what it ended up being. And the reason it's hard for you to see it is because you don't live in that world. Right, but I couldn't knock it because it's somebody's it's there. reality. It's there. It's there. So if you guys have an experience and you want to get in on the conversation, you can call us at 214-717-4678. You can also post your comments and your questions in the Facebook comments. Absolutely. Yeah, because I don't make this stuff up. No. And the viewers and the listeners, they know you're not making it up. <laughs> they know. They know they this know. is real. Because they, they know people. They well, know people. and because they married. So they know it does happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think. It might not happen that, to yeah. all, but enough women have 
experienced it to know this is real. That is awful. Fellas, if you are married to a woman who makes more money than you do, there are two things you can do. A, get a better job. Or B, let her hustle in peace. You know how they've been saying on Facebook? Let yes. that man cheat in peace. Yes. Let her make her money in peace. And I got one. I have a third one. Okay. Well, did you say one, two, three, or did you say Girl, A, B? Just okay, so this is, this is C. Use that extra money and knock out debt. Yeah, that makes good sense to me. All the debt. All of the debt. Yours so we can come up together. together. How about we're not going to live separately. We're not going to live in my PhD. We're not going to live in my master's. We're not going to live in whatever you have. That we're going like to live in what we have. Right. That sounds like he was causing some unnecessary Pushing division. that on her. Mm -hmm. So how about we live in our things, especially if you're in Texas. Let's live in our things. Yeah, in Texas, it's common regardless. Yeah. Okay, so I just thought that was interesting. It happens. Okay, so I was looking at stuff like that earlier. Mm -hmm. I even came across, like, men telling their stories about how they felt when their women started making more money. So was sex in that, too? I didn't see sex because i guess his libido was attached to his ego because now but he that's what i was about to say money, like. because and one man even said i he said that he was a jerk when he made more money oh but he he got laid off okay okay so that's why his money dwindled down but then his wife because he was staying at home he was a photographer mm -hmm. so he started staying at home when he started staying at home he started taking care of the kids right. he started doing house duties cooking things like that so he was enlightened by the things she was that. doing but he said but it also allowed him to see that his behavior before was unacceptable so he had a training a aha in moment. humility yeah yes we have uh our first listener comment <laughs> my husband said if i leave he will get spousal support so apparently he <laughs> I saw doesn't make uh, <laughs> as much as she does thank you for that comment i saw those two stay put girl stay put <laughs> girl it's cheaper to stay to keep it yes <laughs> that is so funny. She wouldn't trade him. Mm -mm. She would not. Mm -mm. She wouldn't trade him. Most women don't. Right. Even when they act in a fool like yeah. the dude that's going through emotionally right now because she makes right. more than him. That's just, right. I don't even understand that. That's a lot. Yeah, let's just let that go. Right. Okay, and these have been your morning, evening, and afternoon announcements. <laughs> that's what's popped. <laughs> that is what's popping. Brought to you by With Style Catering of Seattle, Washington. Bridget is caterer to the stars, like for real stars. And I love saying that yeah. because she's not just cooking. She will cook for your family reunion and for your wedding reception and for your birthday party. But she will also cook for Snoop and Patty and President Bill Clinton. There you go. And some executives, yeah. CEOs. And hopefully her husband is okay with her hustle. She, unless she's gotten married in the last 24 hours and I'm unaware of oh. it, is single. Oh, bless you. Yes. And I wasn't sneezing. <laughs> okay, you have been listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network.
is so interesting. I don't think you guys really realize how unique y'all are. Because I'm thinking, like, as I'm listening to y'all, I'm thinking about my mom being in the room with my dad's wife. Oh. That would never happen. Get caught up with the latest with the X's. Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations as we try to juggle three, four, and five screens in studio. <laughs> right. Thank you for the comments that came in over the break. We had one listener who confirmed that her husband told her some of the same things. You think you're better than I am. And I love her re- her response about him feeling inadequate. Shut that down with the quickness. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying to project that stuff on me over here. Wow. Yes, yeah, so kudos to you. <laughs> we should not be encouraging that. But yes, we should. <laughs> well. Yes, we should. Right. I mean, we're not encouraging anyone to be um, hateful, evil. Right. You know, disrespectful. But stand I, up. I am, you know, I was raised old school. You respect the man. I 
I, I, you know, I mean, that's just my mother always told me the man is the head of the house and you respect him. What if he's crazy? Well, but, you know, when my daddy left, she said, but always remember you the neck and the head can't go nowhere unless the neck turn. Okay, so plant your feet, plant your feet. <laughs> yes. Just look but like you, this. But you, Catch yeah, a crook right, real fast. Right. Okay. Go stand here. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, I look here. Let's just be honest. No woman has a problem following a man who loves and cherishes her and oh that's easy and takes good care of her and protects right. her and provides no woman has a problem i agree with that it's when she starts to feel unprotected right and uncherished and right. unloved right and you could be the best provider in the world but if it's not personal for her right there's a problem right because you need to learn what love means to me. Right. Let's let's talk about that. What love means to me. Right. I like because that. you may feel like buying me the Rolls Royce means you love me. And I might feel like Cleaning you just the like me. Yeah, you or, just like you know, me. Oh, that's such a nice car. But you get in there, clean, them clean the yeah. kitchen, wash those dishes. That's a different experience. Ooh-wee. <laughs> You with somewhere? Yes. Yeah, because I'm asking kindness and back. quality time. That's my I, love language. I, I am quality, quality time, time and touch equally. Mmm. Okay. But I will not wash the dishes. Quality time leads to touching for me. Absolutely. So, and if you wash those dishes in your boxes, that's a good start. That's a really good place to start. Just saying, girl, I had to come back. Like, see how quiet it got up in here. We had to absorb. Yeah, because tangibles, (laughs) tangibles are good, right? But for me, intangibles are great. That's me. Yeah, that's me. I don't have to have a gift. I like them though. Yeah. Um, but I don't have to have it. A gift to me says you thought about me, right? But time says you know me not just you know me but you want me yeah yeah because you know a lot of times i think men well i'm not gonna even put on men right now i'm gonna say both sides um sometimes we don't really understand our mate right and so when we're buying you a dozen roses and you have asthma. And they're going to die in a week. I mean, you don't know me. That's like buying somebody some berries that they're allergic to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Know me. To know me is to love me. That is We're just real. like God. Just like God. You know, how God feels like, get to know me. Get in an intimate relationship with me. Marriage is the same thing. Seek me. He says, seek me and you'll find me. Girl, your face, <laughs> you look like you need another cigarette. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing any yeah, comments. Yeah. Yeah, but that, uh, that goes that along part. with that. I'm right just going to say that. that. <laughs> we got some rights and some amens in the comments. Yes, I yes. see y'all out there on Facebook. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, the recap from last week. Mm-hmm. 
it was you and me, but it was still good. Yes. It was uh, it's supposed to be good, whether yes. it's just you and me or not. Absolutely. Um, what I got was when it was something that one of the listeners said. Last week we were talking about, um, why do I go blank on that these last couple of weeks? Because we were talking about that wife life. That's what we were talking about. Yes. um, There was something before that, though. Seasons. It was Mm -hmm. the seasons of Mm -hmm. the wife life. Mm -hmm. That's the word that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And so one of the listeners was talking about the seasons of loss, Mm -hmm. where as an educated woman, Mm -hmm. you put your degree aside to stay home with the kids. And you've been with this man, ride or die. And now the kids have graduated. And so has he. Ooh. He's graduated too. And now you have Ooh. no career, no job, no savings, no money, probably no credit in your own name. Wow. And so it was one of those, yes, there are people who still celebrate and are celebrating being stay-at-home moms. And I did that. I enjoyed it. You know, it came and it went just like anything else. Right. But in this day... I would definitely say have a backup plan. That was what right. the listener was saying, have a backup plan. Right. And it's interesting that I would say that now because 20 years ago when people said that, I was like, that's not right. Right. Like, why would you have a backup plan? You know, the right. older women were like, you should always have your own money. Okay, Ooh. I get that because I, I like having my own money. Right. But that wasn't the reason they were saying it. Right. They were saying you never know what's going to happen right. and a woman should always have a stash. Right. And I was young in my fate during that time. So right. it was like, isn't that contrary? That's right. like contradictory to the word. Why would I have right. a stash that's separate from the household? Yeah, uh-huh. So guess what? I want to make sure that every new bride has a stash. Yeah. You know. You live and you learn. Yeah. Um, I was I was taught that. I was taught hmm. that you should always have. Um, my sister sat me down one time. And she told me. She said you should always have at least $20. At, at least, least 20 I go for a couple hundred. But you 20 can is have, good. But, mm-hmm. but her thing was back then. Don't ever be broke. Yeah. This is my thing. I need to always have enough to get home. And when I say home, right. I mean to my mama's house. Right. Or to my girlfriend's house. And so I only need $20. Yeah. We all really. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> I just need to take a gas or get me <laughs> right. to either direction right. that I need to go. Right. But that's real. Right. It's not... It's a bit of sweet reality. Right. It's like you don't want to ever have to come to that. But chances are at one time or another. Right. You might just need to. Um, I was against prenups. I just felt like anybody who asked for a prenup. I used to be against prenups. Yeah, I didn't believe that. Until I've seen a lot of stuff that has happened to people. I am so for prenups. Yeah, I am too. And if I ever get married again you're gonna need one if i have ten dollars okay i want a prenup that's good it i'm gonna spend my ten dollars on a prenup i like that because you don't oh, i'm not gonna get married million. until i can afford a prenup you know what i mean like i'm not good you never know what can happen yeah and, and i used to believe okay well you can't go into a marriage looking at divorce 
I know a lot of people say that. I just had a man to tell that. me that the other day. They were like, you know, if you ask for a prenup, that's saying that you're going to get divorced. Mm. I don't believe that. I might have would have said that 10 years ago, but today I don't. I probably would have said it two years ago. Really? But today I'm like, no, baby, get your prenup. Um, no matter what you have, protect what you have and allow him to protect what he has. Yeah, what you got by yourself because this coming is the thing. into the relationship. If you aren't going to get a divorce, it doesn't matter anyway, right? It doesn't matter at all. So go into it thinking we'll always be together. So this won't even matter. So go ahead and get the prenup. Get the prenup. Y'all hear that? Just get the prenup. Just get it. Get the Girls, prenup. Hold that twenty. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> hold that twenty. Get your prenup for that twenty dollars. We're gonna start a fund. Yeah. We'll have a fund. We'll go fund me we'll prenup with the X's five oh one six three. And we'll have an emergency fund. <laughs> but it better be a bona fide for real emergency. It better be. Yes. It better be. What was your takeaway? Okay. My takeaway was um, putting expectations on yourself. Unrealistic expectations on yourself. You know, you were even talking about when you were newly married and had your baby. You just felt like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do this. And one day he came home and said, who said that? So we shouldn't always put unrealistic expectations on ourselves. Right, like whose grand idea was that? Who does that? We do. I married Women. the Cleaver lady <laughs> with Claire Huxtable and Florida right. Evans. <laughs> and that's just, just way too much. All of them. <laughs> that is way too much. And then my other takeaway was um, how we get on social media and we try to compare our, our lives yes, to we did the lives talk about of that. others. Mm -hmm. And we can't do that either because in most cases we're comparing our lives to something that's not real. Not real. We're comparing our real life to a fantasy. It's hard for me to live in a red red riding hood life expecting a cinderella outcome yeah live in what god prepared for you and be okay with and it. be okay with that and yeah. if you're not okay with what you have make it be okay for you there you go what do i need so that i can be happy don't rely on him Oh no. Rely on you. What would it take for me to be happy? What do we ask at the end of the show? If you could do one thing today. Absolutely. To get you closer to where you want to be what would tomorrow. That be? What would that be? That was good. Yeah. I like that takeaway. Yeah, girl. Stop <laughs> pretending. Quit. And competing with other people who are pretending. We're going to out perform one another right that's what we're doing and life is not a performance this is real this is real it's stuff. not a race it's not a competition no yeah and the thing is the bible always say the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong but to the one that endureth to the end i'm just trying to make it to the end yeah and Okay, so it is a race, but it's a race with yourself. Let me clear that up. Yes. You are not competing with the next person. Absolutely You're competing not. with who you were yesterday, today. 
Right. And tomorrow I'll compete with who I was today. Absolutely. I want to outrun myself. And the thing is, we're in a relay, but we're in it with us. Yes, absolutely. So after I run my first leg, what can I do? You got to rest up to be for ready for that second leg. And don't stumble and fumble and drop the baton Monday because then you're going to mess yourself up for Tuesday. What you do today has a long-lasting effect on the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Prisons are being built to prove it. That's deep. Prisons are being built. To prove that. To prove that. So we need to offset that. Please do. Yeah, let's offset that. Plan better. Plan better. Do better. What do we say? Don't make excuses, make, make changes. changes. Mm -hmm. I love That's that. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So we want to be able to help out in that space. Mm -hmm. And the backstory for the death in marriage and the death of marriage kind of covers that. Because I think about the people who are widows. Yeah. And then I was fortunate enough to meet two this past week. Mm -hmm. I met a lady who lost her husband five years ago and she's still struggling with who she is without him. Right. But then I met another lady who lost her husband four months ago yeah. and she sees life full of new opportunities and possibilities. And the beauty in her story is, as we say all the time, they were friends. Yeah. They were friends growing up. They were friends in their latter years, and then they were blessed to spend 33 years together. And I think that's how God intended it. So Absolutely. we need to stop meeting people at the grocery store and stop meeting people at the gym. And please stop meeting people at the nightclub if people still even do that. And stop marrying people that come up to you and say, God said you're going to be my wife. Okay, yeah, let's test that. Try the spirit by the spirit. <laughs> Let's stop it. Let's just take some time to get to know people however long it takes to get to know people. Absolutely. And so I wanted to touch on that, but I wanted somebody who's clinical because I tell y'all from one week to the next, we, we can give our opinion all day, every day. I need to make sure that we're helping people. But we've so pretty much been on point. We have been. We should start, like, keeping a little tag. I mean, they yeah. confirm we have been what on we point. say. We just don't have the certificate. Maybe we should go get certified in something. Like, I need another I certification. about that. <laughs> I, well, I'm going to be honest. Since you said it, um, I considered doing life coach certification about three years ago. I don't know if I told you this. No. But I talked myself out of it. No, it was one of my coworkers that I was sharing that with. I literally said about three years ago, I think I want to be certified as a life coach, but I've got so much stuff going on in my life, I probably don't need to be telling nobody nothing. So I talked wow. myself out of it because I felt like I needed to work through what I was going through when I probably could have helped the most people in that season. Absolutely. So now that I'm on this journey where I do check in with different therapists, mainly because I'm trying to see who works for the show, but also because I really am interested in it. And the self-help is just a, a bonus. Absolutely. And now I'm like, okay, I've ended up in this space anyway, so I probably am supposed to be certified. Yeah, you probably need to go rethink that. We're going to go do that together. I'm ready. Okay. New opportunities. We're jumping. We're, we're living. We're living. That's what we're doing. Guys, you have been listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network.
Listen to With the Exes, Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheexes.com. Hey, yo, we about to take everybody from every street and throw a party in the Grand Canyon. Come on. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Faking the fluid, water dripping off asses of women that's shaking into it while I'm taking you through it. No mistaking my crew, it's slip mode, baby. Got you acting on stupid, now I'm back in the coopers. Just to tell you the truth is some niggas that be having you back and they're ready to lose it. Pushing Lambos and Harley, rocking Roberto Cavalli. Now I got a new hobby, diamonds and tattooing bodies. Watch me crash through the party. Go ahead and spaz, girl. Tattooing the name of my click across your ass, girl. We about to blast, girl. From here to Albuquerque, like Jamaican niggas rocking big chains and soccer jerseys. Take you on hotter journeys. The way we put it down and be here and be having you shitting more than a box of Hershey's. We come to control it, we come to command it. And just for the record, we always come to set a new standard, act like you know. In case you ain't knowing, in case you ain't heard. And if you want us to set it, just give me the word. This one goes down to my soldiers that be flipping them birds. To all my shorties wiggling and shaking their curves. Just make it clap. Just make it clap. Just make it clap. Just make it clap. High energy, full with the wisdom, sense of a rich man, knowledge and the rhythm. This is what I'm using to come up with a style, so I'll interact all together better with the crowd. High energy, full with the wisdom, sense of a rich man, knowledge and the rhythm. High energy, full with the wisdom, sense of a rich man, knowledge and the rhythm. Then they come up with a style, so I'll interact all together better with the crowd. Nervous for a second and the record starts. And I fall into the state of matter what I've just created Pumping like the doctor Deating to the RE suckers Ready to leap up on the tip when we made it Created so I'll never be regarded as a regular Farther just a little bit better than my competitor You should never underestimate the fashion I hope for the stage whether I'm cooling or thrashing Cracking the concoction created by me When red you read E equals a D-O to the C Knowledge and the talent that my mother had born Now her equals an order so won't be worn What is that, Drake? Share your voice, opinions, creativity, ideas, music, fbrn.us, Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Back to With The Exes, I'm Stoney Rose. I'm looking you more. And joining us for tonight's topic of divorce, not divorce, death in marriage, widow or widower, and death of marriage, as in somebody has wandered, is Dr. Zandra Rutledge. Woo, 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 woo. From Marriage Untamed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm speaking you. it. I know. Because <laughs> I've been saying it. Okay. So. I've been saying it. <laughs> I am so excited because we just loved you guys the last time. First, 
Happy birthday. Thank you. Y'all, we got birthday. on our birthday. We didn't know that. If I'd have known it was your birthday, I would have just let you have a pass. Because oh, I no. believe in no. celebrating. I am celebrating. Are, you celebrating with us. Exactly. That's okay. I am so glad that you are here. Well, thank you. We enjoyed the heck out of y'all last yes. time. You may not. I'm not. He's not with me. No. No. Just joking. no, just no we knew that you were going to be good. That's how you ended up coming to the first show. The first <laughs> Yes. <scene. laughs> now, before we start talking about our topic, there are some things that LaKenya and I have been talking about doing. And y'all know we're still filling this thing out. We want to start doing giveaways. So if you are watching us via Facebook, if you like and share, type your name in the comments and put shared and we're going to put your name in a drawing and you're going to win something and we'll figure out what that something is yeah but you will so if you like and share type share like Devin thank you for watching yes. if you share type Devin shared yeah and your name will go into a drawing if you share and do a watch party mm. do share and watched and your name will go in twice right I hope y'all got that it's yeah. simple. It's simple. I get it. And yeah. then they can just replay okay. everything. And then the listeners, if you call in at any time with a question or a comment, will put your name in as well. Absolutely. For you guys who are going to catch us on the replays, we are going to have a question later on in the show. Oh, wow. And if you email the answer to that question, we'll put your name in to a different drawing and pull right. it on the show next week because we don't want to leave anybody out. We'll make this fun and exciting. Like, we have fun. We want y'all to have fun, too. Absolutely. Hope that that, I hope that helps somebody. Y'all like that? Right. No, they need so to like good. that. We like, <laughs> we like that. So, hopefully, that makes sense and everybody understood that. And we look forward to you guys participating. So, again, we have one half of Marriage Untamed yes. with us tonight. So, what I really want us to be able to share with the listeners and for the takeaways for everyone else to be is how people are struggling to adjust when someone passes away and then struggling to adjust when there has not been a physical debt but you can sense that there's still no life in your mate like one person has passed on into eternity and we know they're gone but then the other person is sitting right here next to me on the sofa and I know they gone too. Another one is dealing with not just someone dying and just like gone, period, but the emotional abandonment or the physical or the financial because you may be emotionally supportive, but you don't bring your check home. Right. You could be financially supportive and just be missing. So all of those dynamics and whether or not there are specific things that a person who has actually lost their mate has to do that's different from someone who still has their mate but they have lost him you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. are there like things that are similar or they're just two different worlds apart so we'll get into what all that looks like and she's here because like I said me and Lakinia can talk about this stuff and be as opinionated as we want to be but I like to bring people on who can help folks right other than us right we can help people right and we're gonna shock y'all and get a certification you better say it <laughs> we're gonna shock ourselves and get a certification right. hey we had a lot of certification before we ever got our degrees okay then and so oh. a lot of people want to know well what's your credentials 
And so we had all these marriage certifications because there are a lot of different curriculums out there. Mm -hmm. And so we had all these different marriage curriculums and, and they all aligned. So that was a good thing mm -hmm. because you can find some books out there that they need to be in the trash. Okay, I believe that. I believe that. There was yes. one we found, and we never remembered the name of it because we threw it in the trash so fast, that said, women don't have a soul. Their husbands give it to them. Okay, oh. then. So we put that in the trash, never to be seen oh, again. Right. I don't even know how I feel about that right now. <laughs> like... Okay. And I'm trying to figure out why both our necks, like, why? why? Because who would write that? I know, that? but we still need to fix exactly. our neck. They can see us on Facebook. <laughs> Hold on, keep going. Fix your neck. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, we threw it in trash. So, it needed to be. So I heard you guys talking earlier when, before we got here, and it was saying about um, the two women. One had lost her husband four months ago. Yes. And one had lost her husband a while ago, and she was still struggling. Mm -hmm. And it's not just because they were friends, but it's how you view life mm. and your outlook. Because think about this. How we think is how we feel and how we behave. No one can tell you how to grieve. Nobody That's can tell right. you how long to grieve. That right. is true. But what do you want to do? Are you grieving and in the grave with him? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to die when they die. Well, some people do because they die. There was one um, woman, and this has stuck with me for years, um, one of the ladies at the church. She had a husband who was a pastor. He was a great pastor. And one thing she said, she said, you know, she remembered everything about him. And it was, I, forget, I know, this is the time that I miss my husband because he could always finish when I don't remember right, something. Right. Because she was like, she remembered everything about him to the point where it was orgasmic for her to remember her husband. Now that Because he was so good at taking care of her and everything. And wow. so that's how she remembered her husband because he did so well, it was going to be hard for any other man to come in. Wow. And so my husband always tells me he's going to do his job to the point where if he dies, it's going to be hard for some other man to come step in. His I life. love I think that it. should be the goal. I love it. Yeah, it that really should, should definitely be. be the goal. So when that. he dies, do you, are, you, are you dead too? Because you're um, not moving on with life. Yeah. And you're just, you're just living, just existing. Yeah. The other lady who lost her husband four months ago, because he was her friend, and because she knows, well, my friend has lived a good life, and yes, he did leave, right? but I'm not dead. Right. right. And it's a new adventure, and probably everywhere she went and the things that she did, she remembered. She's like, I bet he's looking and he's thinking this, right. or he's yeah, doing that. Yeah, she really has joy. Right. right. Yeah, she loved and her he's husband, proud. And she has accepted right. that God called him home. Right. And she's excited to start a new chapter. Right. right. Now it's it would be hard. I mean, she's don't don't get her wrong. She's going to she's going to grieve. Right. There's going to be times she's going to miss sure him. I'm sure she misses him. Oh, yeah. There's going to be times that she's going to be like, Wow, I wish he was here to see this, see that. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that she stops living. Right. Right. And so when when you become a widower, we have to be careful of that. But now to the other point, when there's death in the marriage where somebody is just they're there but they're not available. Yeah. They're just hard. I mean, you you can be lonely and and be married. Yeah, Absolutely. I know single people who are not as lonely as some married people. Right. Like I know that for sure. Yes. I need you not to be right. lonely. Well, if I'm married, I expect to have fun and friendship and 
um, companionship and you're in this with me and we're doing this thing together. Right. But if you're not in here with me, you just come home and you sit on the couch and you you don't even have conversation for me and when you do it's not healthy it's it's arguments and things like that or surface level yeah it's surface level now two views yes that that may be dead and he's not coming back or she's not coming back so let's don't get it wrong because sometimes mm-hmm. it can be the woman too. Absolutely. absolutely not just the man absolutely. so let's make sure we know that right um when that happens there's two things you can do because um, my husband had run into a, a woman at the hospital, and she said that this week, and it was so prophetic that she said it this week. She's like, it says till death do us part. But is there a death Ooh. within the marriage? Is it dead? Yeah, now that's something that you don't hear Ooh, people talk about, because, but that's relevant. Because if he's not in the marriage, not trying to be in the marriage, and not there, is that a death? That is a death. Death to us part. But you won't hear so nobody preaching on that. She was like she could leave. Now, here's the other thing. I know God can change anything, can do anything. Right. And so if he wants to. even if you stick it out, there was a lady who was in some of our classes before. And for 25 years, she prayed for her husband. He was out in the streets doing drugs, doing all kind of things. And she prayed for her. She would come down every Sunday and pray for her husband. I mean, she was diligent. That's that marriage that years. Michelle wanted. But right. let me tell you, he came out of the streets back to his wife. We call that woman Giggles because she was always giggling. After oh, 25 That years. man loved him some woman. Wow. And so that's why I want to tell you, God can change anything yes. if you believe. Right. After 25 years. So how many of us would be that persistent? Girl, I'm sitting here going, mm. Because we talk about praying, and we're like, well, how long do I have to pray? How long? Oh, my God, okay, I pray. I, yes, but what about God the is telling me that I need to be praying, I'm okay with that. And that's what, for me, for her, just to get it in my head that I have to pray him through, that's going to be a struggle. Well, how do you hear from God? You have to pray. Exactly. But you don't pray for him. You have to pray for God. What is it that you want me to do? And then if that's what God tells me I'm supposed to do, I that's what I do. Well, that's where a praying wife comes in. Just like we pray for our children. Yeah, I'm going to pray. Do we give up on our children? For his salvation. Absolutely not. He might be saved already, though. Do we split from our children when our children are wayward? No. Or no. do we wait and when they come them. back, they still will like, here you go. I gave birth to them. Mm-hmm. You didn't give birth to your husband? Nope, I didn't. Okay. Yep. Mm-mm. I just feel a little differently about that. So that's why I said there is different views. Right? Yeah. So which view do you take? Yeah, I'm gonna pray to the Lord. Tell me that out that He has answered by not answering. And I would say um, I was just the opposite. I was the one praying. I was the one writing the scriptures and inserting our names in them and putting them in a pillowcase and let you sleep on that. And the Lord still I've done that before. Way. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Let the unbeliever leave. Yeah. You were the believer. We did talk about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because I do believe that God will discharge us. We just don't want to be discharged. Now, that's not for everybody. No. I celebrate for the lady who prayed 25 years. I'm just saying that Jesus 
has to call my name for that type of stuff. That to me is not general, generic, this is what everybody's supposed to be doing. Nope. Right. We can't say what anybody is to do. God has a plan for me. Mm -hmm. God has a plan for you and God right. has a plan for and you. And what I love that you said that because we also have to respect God's plan for you right. and for you mm -hmm. and for me. Yeah, we really need to work as a church, especially women, that what God has told you to do isn't necessarily what he told me to do. Mm -hmm. And what works for you might not work for me. No, it might not. Praying your husband come back 25 years I knew later. it was going to be good tonight. I'm already <laughs> excited. This has been good already. Yeah. Guys, we're talking about death in marriage and death of marriage and we'll talk more about that when we get back get back you are listening to with the exes at fishbowl radio network This is Yanni Juan Watson, host of The Vibe on Fishbowl Radio Network. Come catch the show every Thursday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time in the Red Stream. Tune in for the best chill-out music and conversations with creative minds and interesting people. So jump in and catch The Vibe. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com Hey, what's up, guys? It's Groovy Gary, and I'm just letting you know you made an awesome choice by tuning in to Fishbowl Radio Network on FBRN.US. Keep it locked right here. Fishbowl Radio Network, FBRN.US. Hi, my name is Jamie with the Washington Agency of AIL. Are you a competitor with the determination of greatness? Well, the Washington Agency is looking for candidates like you to join our team. Please call 682-888-2879 and schedule you for an interview. Let's see if you have what it takes to be great. Everyone, this is Stony Rose from With the Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more policy topics and yes for your listening pleasures because as you know, that's somebody's reality. FBRN.US. Don't forget to download the free app on your smartphone and tablets and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Listen to With the X's Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheexes.com. Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And joining us is Miss Zandra Rutledge. I wanted to say hello to the people on Facebook when we just jumped into that conversation right. and it took off. So thank you for watching. I know I saw Patrice Penson, Kiwani Murray, um, 
Miss Vicky Blocker. There were several names. Spacious, Sarah, Mortique, Yvette, Devin, Patricia. Do you have anybody over there looking? Uh, yes, I won't be able to name them all. Okay. Diamond Costley, Don Franklin, Rosalind Bowens, Alice Hearn, Latoya Small, uh, Marcia, uh, Shawana Martin, and out Kathy Shada. Um, out Charles Nally Green. I'll name some more on yeah, the next break go, since there's so many. Everybody. Oh, that's nice. Do you have any names? Oh, I can't see. Huh? Okay, yeah, I probably need to stop <laughs> messing with my stuff too. So. <laughs> I think I interrupted the video on the phone. So getting back into our topic, divorce in marriage, I'm sorry, death in marriage, meaning you lost your mate, and death of marriage, meaning you lost your mate, but they're still physically around somewhere, is what we're talking about. And so I wanted to find out specifically, look, I have my little notes on here. First, I found it interesting when I was looking at the widow because the word widow because it was saying that if you are a woman who has lost her mate and you still have children you are widowed if you're male you're a widower I didn't know that so what happens if you die and this may be a crazy question I don't know so if there are no kids if you die and all your kids are grown what do you do you revert back to being single you're still a widow or widower if you want to go by the IRS, the IRS says after two years, you're single. Really? So, yes. Whoa. Because on your taxes, after two years, you're now single. You no longer can check the widow box. <gasps> Didn't know Whoa. that. I used to be a tax accountant. New information. Right. <laughs> time limit on so, my Yeah, there's a grieving. time limit. It's not time limit on the grieving. It. They just, they just time just limit saying, on the money. That's but, all they're but doing. But I'm just saying... To me, but though, to me, that's saying... I thought you were a widow until... You are no longer... I don't care if you're grieving or not. You need to come with... Well, the thing that? of it is, the IRS gives you... The IRS gives you a certain benefit if you're a widower. A widower or a widower. Okay. And so they that. give you an extra benefit. So okay. you, don't get to t you don't have to take as much off your taxes. So after two years, they say, okay, now you need to file single. We want all of them. It like they should give you five, maybe seven. It seemed like they should give you until he come back. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that will never happen. We talking about the IRS? Well, we talking you about the IRS, right. where the poor people pay taxes and the right. rich people don't. And so, so right. in your life, you will be a widower or a widower as long as you, I mean, you've lost somebody. Now, do I stay a widow or a widower if I remarry? No, I would See, hope we not. we lose it then. Right. Well, I willingly gave it away then to have the government snatch it. I didn't well, know Well, the government's that not snatching. The government's saying we want our money. So you can that. still so call not yourself a widow. It. Yes, but just not on their forms. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Okay, girl. So, but you I taught me something, something new about else. them. I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. You taught me something else because I thought it was only people who lose their mate and they still have kids no. that are school age. It's anyone. Okay, you are a widow or a widower if you've lost your mate. Period. Hmm. Didn't know that either. Learned two things today. Yes. Why are you looking like that, looking? Oh, girl, I'm still on Iris. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's get girl, on. Okay. Iris. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. That is a weird. That is weird, though. That the IRS. You know, that's, say, you know that's a hot mess. You know, the government is a little different. <laughs> yes. they, they are just okay, a little I'm, bit I'm back different. Though, so, I wanted to know, like specifically, 
what does grief counseling for a widow look like? Is there something that you just take people who lost their mates through that's different from what you would take anybody else that's dealing with, let's say, divorce through? Yeah, that would be different because someone who's dealing with divorce, now they're dealing with I've been abandoned or they left me how I feel about that by choice Mm -hmm. did I do something because most of the time if someone leaves me if I'm if I get a divorce the first thing I'm thinking what did I do it must be my fault or it's their fault they did this and they needed to and I'm good so it just depends on how you're looking at it so you have to deal with that so when you come into counseling we're going to deal with you because no one else is there but you and so we deal with you how are you feeling about it how does that make you feel and what are the things that you feel you need to do? Mm. So we're going to ask you the question. Remember, in counseling, we don't tell you anything. Right. Because that's Picked like me that. saying, you need to get up and wipe your eyes and go about your business. Right. But no, I can't tell you that. Right. Who am I to tell you when to stop crying? Right. And so we ask you the questions because you and only you can decide mm-hmm. when that time is up. So we take you through some things of rationalizing and realizing what do you want to do with your life now? Do you just want to sit? What do you what are your goals? That's what are your expectations? Right. What's your reasoning for being here? Now unfortunately there we do have some at that point where the husband dies and they don't feel they have a reason to live anymore. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And so now we have to we have to work against well, is that true? That statement right. that I, I have no purpose? What is my? I don't have a purpose to be here, so I don't need to be here. So now we need to do, we need to figure out: is that true? Or is that not true? Maybe I don't need to be certified because that's when I say, "Honey, you must have a purpose because God didn't take you." Well, right? it depends on. But when they came in, was I just the counselor, or was I a counselor who happened to be Christian? And were you Christian or were you not Christian? Because I, I need to work within your realm. Okay. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. So because, I can't right, just say that right, if they're a non-believer. Because right. as a counselor, I want the opportunity to talk to even the non-believer. Absolutely. Right. And so if I'm talking to the non-believer, how do I reach them? Because if I'm talking God, I may turn them off at the very beginning. You did. And so we need to talk. What's real? What's reality for you? For them, yeah. Girl, I like that. Yeah, I'd love to tell some people you need to just get up and come on, girl. But I can't. Right. That's just like I can't choose who comes to me in counseling right. and say, "Well, I can, but I can't." So right. Right. I can't say, "Well, I don't believe in that, so I'm not going to do you." Right. Hmm. Huh. So we have to be very careful as counselors. So I probably don't need to get certified. Y'all just keep calling me and texting <laughs> me and showing up at the house. <laughs> Where I can talk how I really feel. So you don't want to get right. your certification as a coach because there are different Okay. There are different rules for a coach and a counselor. See, that's good to know. I can coach all day, every day. Right. And I'm going to tell you this in love. Baby, we need to move forward. <laughs> a coach is someone who's going to you know, what does a coach do for football? They push they you. Push they push you. you. They encourage they help, you. Yeah. They help develop they you. Yes. They challenge. Right. So a coach can do that to a man. Because I want you to right. grow. Right. right. So I guess my first question, like you said, was 
what is it that you want before I start telling you what I see and what I hope for you right what did you want Cause because I don't want to take you too fast right because that's like I heard you say the first time we came on the radio that you went to marriage counseling they told right. you you need to do this and you need right. to do that right. well who were they to tell you that right and so if I'm the counselor and I'm telling you do this and do that, you're sitting back saying, wait a minute, you're not living my life. Right. So I'm already out your door. Right. So that part. That doesn't help that person, does it? No. And even, Not in that moment anyway. But even in sports, there are, you know, like football coaches they yell they yell at you they scream and for most boys it love. works for them but there are some boys that shut down and quit the sport because they don't need all it's that it's not for everybody mm -hmm. no that's so what it depends like, on I you you were going to a marriage boot camp I did. And those were coaches. I they? enjoyed yes. it. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so I went they back were and coaches And they were coaching them and, and trying yes. to develop. They weren't counseling. They were coaching. That's right. And I learned a lot. I and volunteered they may have yelled a, a little bit. And there were Just some bit in my counselors group. there. Yeah. And there may have been. So they I had both. coach. Mm -hmm. And so that was a really good experience for yeah. me. And as, yeah. a, as a counselor, I'm also as a coach. A counselor can do both. Absolutely. I better not counsel. I have to keep you somebody have on retainer. <laughs> well, as the counselors, we do have to understand the rules. That's why we have licenses, and we have to follow those licenses. And that's why we have supervisors that right. help you to understand, you know, but these are the rules, and you want to follow right. those rules as closely as possible. Or they go take your license. Yes. Yeah. And, and then you can't do that. I speed on purpose. <laughs> so if I'm already like, yeah, I don't need to try that. I told you I wanted to be uh, a counselor slash psychiatrist. When I was around middle school, I just felt that's what I wanted to do because I was a good listener. I was the person who people talked to until I found out that I was going to have to go to school for almost ever. <laughs> I was like, what, eight years? I just, no, just give me my four-year degree. I'm good. But I think it would have been amazing if you had continued. I think that I probably was supposed to be somewhere in that space. Right. Just because of where and who I am now. Right. What you find is that you you change. Once you start into schooling, you change your thoughts, your 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 outlook. It totally changes. Yeah, yeah I wanted to make money. That's why I changed my major <laughs> to IT. That's all. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> like it. I just liked my checks. And then here I go back in this space. <laughs> One of you're talking yourself out of doing it again. Right, <laughs> right. I'm you gonna are. be certified in right. something. Right. Now let's just pray about this licensing <laughs> issue. <laughs> well, back to being a widow and grief counseling. And so, if you come in as a widow, then we're gonna talk with you on where you are in life and what you're looking for. Um, what is your life ha what has your life been and what are you wanting it to be um, I ask people every day what's your goal you have to have a, a reason to get up out of the bed every day absolutely because if not you're laying that bed mm. and so what is your goal and so what is their goal in life yes I've lost my husband but now who am I I know one, some, one I think you said that woman her identity was tied up in him yeah I, I believe so and it, it may have been Right. My identity is tied up in my husband because that's my best friend. Right. And so I will be able to, it would be hard right. to go on. It's it's funny, my our children make a joke that they they said, um, 
if something happens to me, they'd be like, Julian, watch daddy, watch daddy. And she come back and, Julian, where's daddy? Julian, go get daddy out of the casket. <laughs> the daddy be up in the casket in a fetal position with a thumb in his mouth. I'm like, don't see me, don't see me. Right. That is funny. Right, I, right. I have, uh, I have a friend, and our parents are older. My mom is still fairly young. She's in her 60s, but their parents are in their 70s. And so he literally said, I pray that my dad goes first. Ooh. Because if my mom goes first, I lose don't both. know what's going to happen to my dad. You know, a lot wow. of women think that because the wife always takes care of the husband. So you always think, oh, what's going to happen to my dad? Right. And unfortunately, we see a lot of that because the men sometimes don't know what to do. Right. But then you have those that bounce back real quick and there's some, some woman at the door and she, there she is. I know someone who married who started dating at the gravesite? Mm. You know what? So I wasn't ready. He was that. married. He met somebody at the funeral. Met somebody at the gravesite, and not long after they got married. So what's the waiting time? What's the she's not coming back? Waiting time. So this is the deal. His children were angry. Oh yes, of they course. were. Um. And they didn't speak for years. But think about it. What if that marriage had ended 10 years before she died? And he was ready for her to move on. And so he kids still would have been married, been, been angry. Oh. Or what if he was just trying to occupy his time he so he something. wouldn't think about her? Or what if he was one of those men who never learned how to cook or do nothing for himself and he just needed somebody? Just never know. It's big, just so many things. The biggest thing in grief is we don't want to forget the person, but when we think about them, we're hurting because we miss them. Right. But we need to hold on to all of that in here and enjoy those special moments that, you know, the good times. So that that's one of the things in grief that we take you through. Anytime there's a trauma, you want to process through that trauma because we run from things. Yeah, that's right. what I was thinking. He same thing in grief. Well, so same thing as grief. It may have been a traumatic experience that they're no longer with you. And so now I need to process through that. So how do I process through that? We have to take you back through it instead of you running away from it. I would be real salty if I'm at the graveyard burying Derek and somebody's hitting on me. I would be real salty at that moment. Well, hold on. Was a woman hitting on him, but undoubtedly he was hitting back. Hold up. I'm just saying, just for general principle, I would be salty. I think it was the woman pursuing, but I think he allowed himself to be pursued. Probably so, because she's gone. I yeah. wouldn't allow and myself here's the to other be thing. pursued. <laughs> yeah. We don't know, the, the, we don't know the conversation that that husband and wife had when she was on her dying Yeah, period. she may have wished him a better life. Yes. No, she told him, okay, you can date these people, but you can't date these. Yeah. I've seen that on TV only. Or said, That's real too. when I go, because she died of cancer, so when I go. She didn't want him to be alone because she knows how she had to take care of him. And she knows he needs somebody to take care of him. Are y'all hearing this out here, out there? It's deep. It's real silent. You can it's call deep. in at 214-717-4678 if you have comments or if you have questions. I'm just taking this in. This is all shocking to me. Well, the thing of it is we can't say what we would or would not do until we've been put in that situation. 
So that we is can, true. We can always say it, but that doesn't mean in reality when it happens. Okay, right. so to clarify, if Morris Chestnut, Dwayne The Rock you Johnson, or Common was hitting on me you wouldn't at my husband's grave site. You'd be like, I would yeah. <laughs> I can see you now talking about. But I'm just saying, <laughs> some random. Freedom. No, she'd be like, <laughs> no, she'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, catch me. But he knows that if we were at Kroger and I saw Morris Chestnut, hold on one moment. <laughs> and that's just disrespectful. That is just. Yeah, I don't know what conversations we've had. Hold That's on, Morris Chestnut <laughs> is just like you. He's a person, and he just got to do something that he loved to do, just like you on the radio doing what you love to do. Yeah. So that's disrespectful. <laughs> really? Yes, very much disrespectful. Kill the man first and get some insurance money, then no. go to Mars. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh. No gravesite dates, y'all. Just no gravesite <laughs> no. dates. That should just no. be a rule or some subliminal law or some message somewhere. Just but that's a whole 24 hours right. after the burial or something. But that's a whole nother conversation because everybody thinks there's a different... There's a time where you should not, you should be alone or you shouldn't date anyone after your spouse dies. They're not coming back. That's not being disrespectful. Go get some therapy and then... Start who's to say you need therapy if if that was my best friend and my best friend said hey we good and you know you lived great life and I was there to your end who's to say I'm not that I'm not good so now I gotta go get therapy I don't know I don't know that should be a report card (laughs) (laughs) who checked this box for you who cleared you to move on in this category well I feel like um for my mom, she never, she probably would have went to go eat at a restaurant if someone asked her, mm-hmm. but she was never focused on meeting someone. Um, she was more focused on the church, and so she had things that she was doing. So she was occupied. Um, there's, it's not to say that she didn't think about those things. Right. No one knows but her. Um, I know at one point she told me there were a couple of men that she would have went on a dinner date with, but nothing to say I want to remarry. Right. But that's, that's a just responsibility. her. And she was free to marry. She was because he was gone. gone. He was gone. He was really How gone. long after he was gone was she free to marry? I guess immediately. Immediately. If mommy got married about three months later, you'd been salty. You'd been mad. Um, my brothers. Oh, they would have wanted to fight. My brothers. Um, because nobody would have been good enough for your mom even today. Nobody's good enough. Now, for had it been flipped with my dad. They would have been okay with him remarrying. But you wouldn't have been. Oh, so it would have been role reversal for yes, you guys. It is. Because dad brought this woman in. Now that's my mama's stuff. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to have to go. Even though it was daddy's stuff, it's mama's Dude, stuff. That's real personal. Yeah. It gets real we in the family. We should have widows to call <laughs> in. 
I started and to tell my sister, tell mama to call in. Yeah, join this conversation. Right. Enlighten us, especially me. This is all new territory. This is a lot. Guys, we are having a conversation about death in marriage and death of marriage. Please call us. You can, you can comment on Facebook. You are listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And joining us is Miss Sandra Rutledge. And tonight we're talking about death in marriage and death of marriage. We had some more comments to come in via Facebook, so we're gonna start off with those. Okay, so Karen Moore Handy was saying the thing is how bad do we want to save our marriage? There are some people who want it to work and some who will not want to. 
to wait. So she was um, replying to when you said the woman that prayed for 25 mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. I guess it's how bad do you want it? Exactly. So I think that Karen, that was a good comment. I'm Very sure good some comment. of her friends were like, "Girl, you need to leave. Girl, you oh, need to do that." Of course, family members. Mm -hmm. You know, they said, "Look here, look at him. Stop it." Then I guess it goes back to how much you really love that person. Because if this is the one that the Lord told you is yours, then you're obligated to pray for that one for 30, 40, 50 years. But if that's somebody that you like and you chose and now they out there and you realize I don't like you that much no more. So I'm changing my whole prayer to lower what is it that you would have me to do right now. And I think only you know. Yeah. What that looks like for you. Absolutely. I would agree with that. I think a lot of people, because they hear what others say, and, oh, well, they think I'm stupid. Or, how am I looking? He's making a fool of me. Mm. And you start getting into your head and your thoughts. And you you take your eyes off God. Right. Yeah. At that That's point, real. it's not God. It's, it's I don't want to be made a fool of. I don't. But do you think God will allow that you to be a fool? That is very real. If you keep, as why it says, keep your mind stayed on him. Right. Because if I'm still saying, God, what do you want from me? I have to listen to what he wants mm -hmm. from me. Right? And then Absolutely. he can give you peace in that. Right. You're right. He can definitely give you peace in that. So I had a question. So we always talk about the stages of death, okay. grief, mm -hmm. when someone dies. Mm -hmm. But I there was a correlation with me during divorce and after the divorce that seemed very similar to that. Didn't your marriage die? And it did. Yeah. You're still going through grief. I think the cycle is mm. the same. The cycle is the same. Mm -hmm. The death of anything is a cycle. Okay. Um, you get laid off your job. Yeah. Death wow. of a job after I've had for 17 years or whatever so happened to me. So starts the cycle. And there's that cycle. So wow. the cycle is the same. The circumstances just change. And yes. That's revelation knowledge right, right there. Mm -hmm. You're still grieving. Absolutely. Okay. Cause I knew it, it felt the same, and I'm like, can that is that possible? Yeah, because yeah. think about it. If I um, have a divorce, I go through depression. Right. I go through that whole oh why and crying and mourning. But at some point, I need to understand why, and then I reconnect. Right. <clears throat> we disconnect when things happen to us. When there's a trauma. When there's things we disconnect. We go through depression. We go through that same cycle. So you just counsel from different perspectives or different lenses, whereas she could be there because her mate physically left the earth and someone else is there because their mate left the house. Mm -hmm. You just figure out where they are in the cycle and counsel from there. Right. I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're still, right. they're still going through that whole grief. They're still yeah. going through hurts, trying to figure out why did he leave me? Because, okay, the man's dead in the grave. Why did he leave me? The man left me. Why did he leave me? You could they be angry for both, though. There, you, you could be angry that God actually took, took him, him. Or you thought God took him away. Right. Oh, that's but true. But did God take him? Or did, or did he just choose to leave? Or did she just choose to 
because Stay remember when you come. when it's a person death you don't have no choice right, right. so but in would. life you have a choice so you choose to stay or you choose to leave so it almost seems like it would be easier and i'm not saying it is but it seems like it would be easier to deal with the death because mm -hmm. it's an absolute you know what i mean this is what god did so i make my peace with what god did mm -hmm. for me it was easier and i even wrote about that okay um with my dad I was a daddy's girl, so that was so hard for me when he died. Um, but with my divorce, it was harder. So I even went through a stage where I felt guilty that I hurt more with the divorce than I did with the death of my dad. And it almost felt like, okay, are you lessening the death of your dad? Wow. But for me, it was... In my mind, my dad left, but didn't want to leave me. You left that makes because sense. you wanted to. Well, so that's, you know. Yeah. Well, think about this. Um, we, we, we all have to pass that way to death, right? Right. And so how, we, how, how do we want to go? And we want our parents to not suffer, things like that. So when my dad was dying of cancer for three years, one thing I ask is that, God, don't let him suffer. Right. Well, my mom only had to change one diaper. Wow. He was up. He did everything for himself until wow. that last few days. And my dad went in his sleep. Oh, wow. Too. And here it is. I walk in 10 minutes after she'd walked out, and he was gone in between that 10 minutes. That's wow. exactly what happened with my dad. And so was here it is. I'm, I'm dad's yes. baby. And so here I am, like, uh, somebody needs to, you know, come look. Right. And then immediately I go into take care mode. Okay, let's call this, call that, let's do this, let's do that. But I didn't love my dad any less. I loved my dad, and I was so grateful to God. Why is it that when we ask God for something and he gives it to us, and we're at peace, we feel like we're not living in reality? Right. I must be not reality because I'm not on my knees. I'm not slain and, right. and crying because my daddy's gone. But right. I ask God, God, you know, don't let him suffer. He did and he asked. gave me what I asked. So why? Right. Why do I feel like I'm not living in reality now? Right. But then when it other things happen, and again, if we God gives us what we want, we can't handle it. Wow. Because we're so used to doing the 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 having the not what we want. Right. So acting a fool, crying, God, you just did this to me. God, you, why didn't you give me what I want? Well, when right. he gives you what you want, you can't handle it. Right. And then you still say, well, why am I not? Then you question right. it. Right. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. So when do we become peaceful? Well, I'm sitting here listening, and I, I think I feel like when God calls somebody home, that is one thing. When somebody decides to and chooses to leave home, that's another. So I think when I was listening to you, it dawned on me, one hurt more because it was personal. Mm -hmm. So like one of those is, is personal. It's not like, okay, God did this, I get that. But this one here, this is personal. So I so, think you feel differently. And I, and I so feel like both of them are personal, mm -hmm. but for me, my dad did not want to leave me. 
if he could have stayed here and been healthy, he would have just stayed. He still loved me when he left. Right. It was just time. It was just his time. What happens when someone says, I no longer want you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do what's good for me, what's best for me. So I think in my mind, I'm doing what's best for me, and I'm out. And I think it's hard to not take that personal because it is personal. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think well, that's I, the point. So for me, like but for me, I think both personal. of them were personal. But for me, the actions of the other person is what hurt hurt me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't when my dad went away. He did not leave in an anger in um in I'ma put you away. He didn't leave in that state. He left in love. There is a difference in leaving in love. This so that's what point. was different for and me. And this listener speaks to that. Could it be that death was easier because we know folks are born to die? With yeah. marriage, we don't get married to get divorced. We choose to either kill or let our marriages die. Right. And that's very valid mm -hmm. because you don't anticipate your marriage dying. I, at least I don't think anybody intentionally Most people don't go into it. marriage thinking they're going to get divorced, except right. for what you guys were talking about earlier. When you have a prenup. Mm -hmm. Because you're already expecting it to fail. Possibly, potentially. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you've already expected that. Another point you guys were talking about earlier was um, when the women say, hey, you need to be prepared. Right, with that stash. Right. Well, back in the day, you know, they didn't believe in banks and stuff. So that's mm -hmm. why they prepared. But for us, it's being prepared that if something happens to my husband, can't, and, I, and I didn't work the whole time. Do I have a job okay. that I can mm -hmm. take care of myself? Do I, I have retirement? It's mm -hmm. not so much as a stash that, oh, well, let me be prepared if he leads me and stuff. It's, it's no, being prepared. Can I live when he's not there? Right. Okay, so somewhere through the generations that got transposed right, into a to completely all of the pre prenuptial, yeah. baby, you need to take care of yourself. Because it's okay. To, for those women who want to work and, and be at home. Mm -hmm. But guess what? You need a 401k when you work from home. You sure do. So you need to either create one, you know, because you work for who? That's a good point. Let's see. I'm working for the family. So the family needs to have an insurance policy for me. Right. And the family needs to have a 401k for me, which right. means we're saving. There needs to be an account right. somewhere exactly. with her name on it. That's a good point. Yeah, it's not so much as her, you know, you know, just in case, in case he, he leaves yeah. or anything like that. No, it's Ooh. I've oh, worked no, from home and that's into. who I work for. So I read a comment on one of the social media pages um, this week. The comment was, um, I thought being a stay-at-home mom meant you went without nothing. Like you had everything that you needed. Who said that? Girl, expectations oh. messes us all up. Well, let's so see culture. apparently here. he works and she's home and she said I don't have a dime to my name I have nothing he gives me nothing I'm just at home and so it's like okay there are a lot of red flags going on in your relationship right. like right. she's not a slave 
that's how she worded it. That's but like but that you if you in that situation, that is a slavery. You have no wages. You have nothing. You do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it. That's slavery. So that's what she's in. Right mm -hmm. now, there are let's do some culture-wise, some missionaries and stuff that you know the wife she homeschools the ten and twelve children and she dresses like that too because Lord, she doesn't take she her self-care. Well, yeah, I know a bunch of them. <laughs> you know, self-care things like that. You don't have to be that way. There are some like that, but there are a whole lot that are not. Right. So just because you are homeschooling and just because you are working at home doesn't mean you're working a job just like anybody else. So you right. should be getting something. Yes, you should get paid. So that's what I said. If, if he's out there working, are you preparing your wife for you not being here or for her retirement? Right. You know, when the not kids are gone, her retirement. And selfish, which sounded like what her situation was. Okay, so love is not what you say to somebody. Love is how you live with them. Right. It's actions. So, so how is I, he say I don't know what is happening in that relationship. Exactly. Um, let me read this. Sometimes, like it was said, the spouse wants their mate to find someone. A very good friend of mine was ill, and she talked to me, and she told me that she wanted her husband to remarry because that's what she wanted for him. I believe she was hanging on for him as long as she could. They were best friends. He remarried, and he is happy, and it makes me happy because that is what I know she wanted. Now, this speaks to me. Karen said, I think the hard part is still seeing the one that is still alive. Yeah. When, so yeah, that, that's what I so now that makes sense to me. Dad was gone yeah. and I didn't see him anymore. Unless it was a spiritual thing, mm -hmm, you know, in dreams, dream, something like I that. But the other person is, is alive and well walking and around and you have to be breathing. faced with that. Yeah. So now that makes sense to me. That's why I said that's personal. And I'm reminded I'm when reminded. I see you or hear you I'm or reminded of the hurt. Something. That's it. Yeah, that. I couldn't put my finger on it, but that is it. Because did you did you yes. even give me a chance to you know, we didn't reconcile. You didn't tell me, you know, how we can make this work. You just said, I'm out. But then if I'm that person, yeah, I've got to go through the stages of grief, right? And so in the stages of grief and I'm reconciling, wait a minute, they left. That wasn't my fault. Right. Now, remember, everybody has a role to play. Right. True. So I see what my role is. I, I, I look at my role. And the reason I understand what my role is, so that way, if... The next relationship I go in, then I can be different. Yeah, you can self-correct. Right, a because lot of if, that if stuff. I don't change, and say I've been through three divorces, and I right. never look at why that happened, what's the common denominator? Girl, it would be it's you. It's me. I've had three failed marriages. What is it that happened? Right. But I'm the common denominator in all those marriages, so I need to look in the mirror, and it's kind of hard. Right. So, yes, it is harder when it is divorce than it is when it's death. Right. Mm -hmm. That's I, what I want. I had ask. a friend that, she was a real good friend, and I'd seen her right before she died. Didn't know she was dying. And her husband did remarry, and we'd known them from college. And you know what? It was kind of hard. 
Yeah. But he sure. was he's happy. But the thing of was he was happy with his wife too. For right. years. Right. So they even celebrated their twenty fifth wedding anniversary and everything. And then she passed away somewhere after the twenty seventh or whatever. But then he remarried. He's happy still. Y'all gonna have me asking my friends, okay now, do you want him to be remarried? <laughs> <laughs> they may say, long as not you. What? Girl, they already know. Right. Nope. I, I know too much about her. Plus, I, I know too much. I don't want to. I don't want it. Yeah, I wouldn't even. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is funny. Guys, we are talking about death in a marriage and death of marriage. This is so good. You are listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. Do you want this or you not want this? And right. I love, I, I use the matrix in the council session all the time. You want the red pill, the green pill. Right. And people need to have an option. Like, right. don't let me get into this and then find out that's you that's a box problem. of Cracker Jacks. And I don't like the that's game that's inside problem. of it. We, we talk problem. about that too. Yeah. This and more with The X's Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. What you need to do is be thankful for the life you got, you know what I'm saying? Stop looking at what you ain't got and start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get to them, baby girl. Hey! Opinions, creativity, ideas, music, FBRN.us, Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in.
Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And joining us is Miss Sandra Rutledge, and we have been having a blast. Shout out to Facebook. I won't call all of the names, but we have several people joining us, and you guys, thank you for your questions. We actually have one to come in. You care to read it? That was yes. a really, really good one. Devin Johnson asked, How do you know when a marriage is dead? Or when you find out, is it too late? First of all, who's calling the time of death? Because who's to say that it's dead? And you said, is it too late? When you find out, is it too late? It's never too late if the parties that are in there are ready to revive it. Mm. Parties, though, parties. guys. Yeah, parties. Yes. So now, is it dead when that one person saying, nope, I don't want to do it, I'm done, then, yeah, you might want to go ahead and call it then. Yeah. Because you can't do it by yourself. No. But let the unbeliever leave. Let, let that one leave. Because if you're trying all that you can do, and you're saying, hey, I know I made mistakes too. Hey, I want to, can, can we try it? Can we go to counseling? Can we do this? And if they just say no and they're out, then, yeah, that might be the time of death. So where does holding people accountable come in at? Holding them accountable, as in? As in to the things they vow to, they as vow in the responsibilities that we share, as in to the roles that we mutually came together and decided. Well, if I'm telling you all of those things, sir, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, you said you love me. If I, I've tried to love you, if I didn't do it right, tell me how can I change? If I'm asking all those things and you're still out because you you just want to be out, I can't force you to stay with me. Okay, so there is no accountability. The okay, accountability is that you desert, you're deserting your family. You're deserting <coughs> me. I'm Excuse trying me. to do all that I can. So if if you are just so determined to leave, yeah, because you can't make people be responsible. No. Remember, everybody I, uh, still has a choice. Yeah, everybody has a yeah. choice. And if you choose to leave this marriage, even though you committed to it, then you're going to have to answer to God about that. So I guess you would also have to answer to God about trying to make somebody stay. When you say answer to God, trying to make them stay. Because he might actually be releasing them. That's 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 a possibility. I'm just thinking. But like at that point, I'm going to go to God. Ways. Can we go to God? Are you a godly man? Am I a godly woman? Can we go to God together? Okay, that, yeah, that's where I was going. Because if you're both believers, even if one wants out, so that's the answer for the accountability to me. Because I'm big on accountability. We can't. One can't just leave and throw a party because you're leaving. There has to be decency and order in all things even in the doing away with, if that makes sense to anybody but me. So I'm saying? Right. So I saw myself in a boxing ring, okay? And I'm fighting and I'm fighting and I'm fighting and I'm fighting. And then the other person got out the ring. Okay. You couldn't and fight I said, by Right. Well, I said, okay, now what am I to do? I can't fight alone. And God says, yes, but now you're fighting for what's in the ring. Mm, that's good. Now you're going to be fighting for who's left in the ring. So to me, God blessed that just passing away so he can rebuild and renew and restore you. Because I don't believe in divorce. So 
I'm fighting hard because I don't want it. Right. But they left. But they left. So I was like, okay, what do I do with that? Right. Now I can't fight. But you can. You can. You fight for, you fight you. for you. Now you're just fighting for what's left in the ring. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is That you. was hard for me. But that's good that you got to that deal with. Because you're now dealing with the guilt and right. the shame and, you know, who but gets me in the divorce? I'm yes. going to be divorced. But, what, but you what, know. what people say is none of my business. Yeah. Listen, I had to, that all the I time. had to come to that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to come to that. But like I said, you know, when you're going through so many stages at one time, it's like, oh my gosh, what do you do with that? Right. Because you knew what you did. You knew that you'd had the conversation. That's between you and God. Mm-hmm. God help me. God be with me. And you and God had dealing with that. Right. Give me peace is what I had to start saying then. Yeah. Okay, well, if this is my reality now, give me peace with that. So that that was hard for me. Man. Yeah. That's a lot. So have you dealt with it? I'm dealing. Yeah, hey, I heard that. I'm dealing. I'm dealing. And trying. Okay. You know. I had one question that I'm sure I brought up. Oh, oh practical steps. Um, what are practical steps that either party whether you've lost a mate to death or you've lost a mate to abandonment or your mate still comes home every day and they are just like not there mentally you can like see them sitting there and they are still not there practical steps that somebody could take to just start living again practical steps is you have to see where do I want for myself what do I want to do in life do I want to just sit here and grieve or do I want to move forward? So what do I want to do and who do I need to go to to help me to do it? Okay. Because that's a lot of times when a counselor comes in. Because you can't foresee it. You can't see which way to go. You don't know what to do and you're stuck. Mm. It's okay to go to counseling. It's it okay is. to get help Absolutely. to ask somebody because it's good help. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful. I can't go to my girlfriends. My husband is not doing what I need him to do, and he's just right. really not there. And she's like, "Girl, you should have left him a long time ago." Right? That's not help. That's not what you need to hear. No, because I'm trying to decide what I need to do. And so, practical steps. One, let's let's deal with counseling. Mm. It's okay, it especially okay. in the black community. It's not about just praying about it. Right. We can pray, but guess what? God gave me as a counselor Christianity, so he gave me this gift to help people. Yeah. Just like God gave the doctor the gift. So it's okay to go to counseling. It doesn't mean you're crazy. You get on the airplane. He gave the pilots the knowledge and wisdom to fly a plane. Exactly. So why would he not give you or another therapist what they need to fly a clinic? And so the other practical steps are, you know, assess what have I done? What was the part I played in the, in the role in this marriage of it dying or whatever? Now, when it's a widower and now I'm grieving and I can't get out of my grief, why can't you get out of your grief? Is it that you just, you died too? What is it you want to do? Do you want to live? Because you can make a message out of your mess. So maybe my husband died of you know of a heart attack or whatever and i i want to because when someone dies we want them to be remembered right and so how do i get that remembrance do i do something that people will see it and remember his name so you have to determine what do you, what do you want mm. after the death 
of a physical death. Mm. And then okay. what do you want after the death when it's not physical? Mm. Right. So what do you do? What are you wanting? So, so you, you define have to, that for yourself. Mm -hmm. No one can define it but you. I love that. Define Anybody can, it for yourself. Right. Who defines you? Who defines you? I like hmm. that. Because at that point, that's what you're trying to do. Define I like yourself. That. I like that. I do like that. Redefine yourself. Who are you? Mm -hmm. Who are you now? I right. guess would be the better question. Yes. I love that. Or who do you want to become? Oh, I like that even better. Right. Looking toward the future. Yeah. Yes. Who do you want to become? I like that. Even and if it's the wife of the dude that's hitting on you at the grave site. That's <laughs> just tacky. I'm just but it happens. It, it does, does happen. happen. Okay, you guys. I hope you have enjoyed our topic tonight. We appreciate you for being here. Really, Thank really, you. really do. Um, coming up next week, I don't know what the topic is, but I know you guys are coming back together. I can't remember off the top of my head. And is I'm sure I didn't. Week after? But don't we'll don't y'all don't listen to but me. But we'll be back. Yeah, don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> I am so excited. I just get so excited when you guys are here. Yeah. Just well, so I get much to talk knowledge. when it's just me. Yeah. Oh, he's my going husband, to my husband get has a lot you to say. Oh, <laughs> lady, oh, the producer taking notes. <laughs> he's out to listen. Right. Guys, thank you so much for participating tonight. Thank you for listening in, for your comments. Um, you were listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. with the X's Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheX's.com. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of With the X's where we're serious about getting the right people in the right relationships or getting people right in the relationships they're in. Child, don't commit to crazy. Get yourself together and leave crazy on the floor. Up next is Terrence Buck. You're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. What you can't control Release your reservation And let me be the one you want Buy into temptation Seize the chance to change your mind Promises I'll make you Words pouring from my mouth like wine